Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Breathe, Knit, Live. And we are welcoming back Alexandra from her wonderful holiday. She's tan, she's rested, she's here. It's fabulous. And of course, Anne, our wonderful knitting wondrous goddess. <laughs> and me, Amelia, your live and goals and planning mistress. <laughs> so, we are going to be talking about mindfulness today and um, to go along with Anne's blog that came out earlier this week. Um, so just a little bit of housekeeping. We are using StreamYard, so if you make sure to click the link wherever it is, um, and allow StreamYard to see your beautiful name as you make comments. We will be able to see who you are as you make the comments. Um, if not, that's cool too. We will go back into the Facebook group and see your name then. But we would love to acknowledge you as you are here and commenting and interacting with us um, as you do so. So um, with that, I am going to go ahead and, is there anything else, guys? Did I miss anything? I think I got everything. Okay, wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Miss Anne to talk about mindfulness and knitting. On to you. Yeah, um, I call this week's um, blog for to knit or not to knit. Um, Basically, because I'm a Shakespeare fan. <laughs> I'm a literature fan. I, I, I love reading. Yeah. And um, anyway, and the reason I did that is because ever since we started this journey with Breed Knit Live, we've had, you know, people are coming in, they're going out, you know, and I've had questions about this knitting part. Um People keep asking me, well, I'm an experienced knitter. What is it that you are going to focus on in Breed Knit Live? Or I don't know how to knit. Um, I really want to learn to knit. but I And I tried a few times, but I I can't do it. So, uh, and, and these comments, are, you know, I get them here in Breed Knit Live, and I also get them in my own stuff. And I thought I'd dwell a bit about on that. Uh, because we do have something coming up uh, awfully soon. So it's kind of important, not important, but it's relevant to make, to set the scene for the knitting and to talk a little bit about why knitting is a part of this world, really. And um, knitting is obviously, it's it, knitting is, a, I keep always saying that knitting is a journey and it's a lifelong journey. I know knitters that have been knitting. I have, in fact, someone I know, she's 85 years old. It's not my mom, she's 80. This one is even older. Uh, and she's been knitting since uh, she was seven. So I could, I would assume you can say that she's been knitting her entire life, right? Um, and she joined one of my, I have an 85 year old that, that joined an online course that I'm doing. Isn't that cool? And she keeps saying that I'm learning so much from you, Anne. 
And that just, that just cements what I'm saying, what knitting is a journey as it is with self-development or mindfulness or when you know we never stop learning whatever it is in the world and knitting as well is something that you can expand on for your entire life so how are we going to approach that in here what i'm thinking is because in here we are we are uh coupling knitting with the mindful way of doing it right because you can do knitting on different levels mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can watch television and knit, and then you knit as a secondary action, and the television is the primary one, or you can knit and watch television, and then the knitting is the primary one, and the television is in the back. Or you can just knit and listen to music or a book, or you can decide to explore the knitting and the mindful aspect that we are, you know, um, doing a lot of in here. And I like both of them, all of them. I knit, you know, I like all kinds of knitting. But I'm really, really into finding that ground zero in a way where with your knitting and just ripping it down and going all the way down to the basics to use those basic knitting skills as a way of enforcing the mindfulness. Because that's what you do with the mindful knitting. You are using your knitting, which is a creative action and a hand-mind coordination exercise together <laughs> with being present and creating that mindful bubble that you want to be in, right? And that's... That's also why the knitting that we present here in will be represented and is presented here in the Breed Knit Live is fit for everyone, really. Because even the most experienced knitters will, um, from time to time, really benefit from stripping it back, going all down to the basic, and just concentrate on the stuff that we do when we do our mindful knitting, which is a different kind of concentration than when you do your color work or something more advanced, you know. And it's important for me that everyone that's in here, if you want to learn to knit, you're good because we're going to cover that in here. And, you know, because we're going really down and all the basic stuff that you need will be covered. And for those of you who knows how to knit, you're good as well, because you're going to go down and do that mindful thing on those easy, small little pieces of knitting work and enjoy that time being mindful while you do your knitting. Does that make sense to you, ladies? That's my favorite when I feel I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes, that makes total sense. And actually, I'm really looking forward to it. I've never knit, so I'm actually been eyeing some knitting needles uh and i'm like me knit no i don't knit i crochet i can do crochet all day long but i'm actually very intrigued on learning how to knit and um you know learning the you know because i know for me as a beginner mine will be very much i am concentrating on what the heck i'm doing 
which will help with that mindfulness, you know, until it gets into that groove. And then I can sit back, but I know there's going to still be that focus, you know, and, and until it becomes fluid and natural mm-hmm. and I can just sit in it and, you know, I, obviously I have no idea what I'm doing because I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you do, if you do what you're calling rhythmic sports dance gymnastics or something, then you're good with this one. Yeah. 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 But with knitting, this is not, not going to help you much, right? Yeah. See, I, I don't even know. <laughs> no, but the, and, and and the good thing if you are a beginner with knitting, with knitting is, and another thing is that everything that I do for those of you who listen to this, um, um, and if you're listening to the podcast, what Amelia was doing when I was commenting now that she was just waving her hands, you know, in circles, and which is doesn't do any good for you know the knitting but the good thing is that when you if you want to take up knitting all the knitting in here is done the continental way so that's another one if you are a thrower and if you don't know what i'm talking about right now don't worry because then it doesn't matter then you learn how to knit the way i want you to learn to knit because that's <laughs> but if you're an english knitter or a thrower and you want to learn the continental way Everything in my in here that I give to you will be done the continental way. So, but this is for another another day. But I'm just saying, okay. What I was going to say before I got myself distracted is that knitting. If you look at a piece of knitting, it looks it can look really easy, but it also can look extremely complicated with cables and colorworks and lace and all kinds of stuff, right? And I have uh, a secret to you for you. You need to cast on and you need to cast off, be able to do those two things. And those two things can be done in a million different ways, but you can learn one basic way of doing it, you know, one cast on or one cast off. And you can use that in your entire life if you want to. That's fair, you know. Apart from that, there's two things that you need to know. And that's how to make a knit stitch and a pearl stitch, two stitches. And after that, we start combining those two stitches with some yarn overs and stuff. But all you need to do to knit a garment is a knit stitch and a pearl stitch. Just to demystify it a bit, you know? Two stitches. there's only two stitches. Two stitches. That's all you need. And then you do all kinds of funny things with those, but two stitches is all you need. That's that's wild, because in crochet, there's all kinds of stitches, and sewing, there's all kinds of stitches, and, and you know, wow, just two. That's it. Two stitches. That's all you that's need amazing. to create something by, with knitting, right? So, but as I said, you having said that, there's all kinds of stuff that we can add on to that. But we do that, you know, one thing at a time in due time, right? Not at, at the beginning. Because we're all beginners at some point, aren't we? So we all need to start at the, you know, whether it is learning mindfulness or learning journaling or le- learning to set goals or learning to knit, we have to start at the bottom, right? Well, and you and you always go back to the basics, 
Mm -hmm. um, I think I've mentioned it before that there's a, a man I know who is a world champion um, uh, karate or martial artist. I mean, world champion, like a couple of times over world champion. And um, he always says that when he's getting ready for a tournament, you know, especially a world championship tournament, he goes back to his masters and he practices a punch, a simple punch. Mm. This guy's a world champion. He knows how to throw a punch, but he goes back to that basic, how does the arm move? How do, so when you're knitting, how does the needle move? How does the string move when you're journaling? You know, what are the thoughts? What are the basic things when you're running? You know, how do you put your foot down? And everybody that is accomplished in something always goes back to the basics and always focuses back on the basics. Because if something's wrong or something's not working, that's where you're going to build that foundation from is the basics. It is. And the good yeah. thing about knitting is that you can do the same basic stitch again and again and again and again. And you end up with either a square. Yeah, or something longer. This is this is nice. It's the same. It's the same stitch. This one is smaller knit. This one is longer. It's the same stitch. It's all knitting, right? So you just you just do those that small little step again and again and again, and you can create something. Yeah. Yeah. And what that's bringing up for me, it's so beautiful analogy of how your the I love working with the mindset and how you're creating patterns with your mindset, like you're creating patterns with your knitting. And the two key, I remember a really hot mentor of mine, two key things that help you change your mindset and change your pattern is one is repetition mm -hmm. and two is a significant um, situation that comes into your life and, and blows it out the water. So ideally, we would want for you to not experience something so dramatic as that and focus on changing a, a mindset and a pattern and a habit by repetition and repetition. And I can see how by going into the knitting, going into mindfulness knitting like this, how you're kind of programming yourself into that rhythm of repetition and how that can spill out and ripple out into your into your goals, into your life, into, into um, mindset. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I've been in the personal development world um, for 20 years. My first ever business was a, a well-being business. So being in that well-being world, I've seen how this mindfulness movement has evolved and and kind of taken off and um and it's the it's gone off in different directions people have given slightly different styles on it but coming back to the core principles of what it actually is um are aware self-awareness improving your self-awareness so that you can make better different choices and those uh, to uh, allow yourself the space to 
knit mindfully whilst you're what it does is it's close quietening off that conscious mind it's switching mm -hmm. off your overactive thoughts so mm -hmm. that the subconscious mind can come through and come to work and work its magic mm -hmm. and um you talk about magic knitting that you know that's why it's happening because you're you're switching off that part of the brain that wants to overthink and wants to um create the wrong repetitions in in your mindset and and how the link how you link it and with nature and um is 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 right up my street as well with seasonal living isn't it is how and how you can absolutely get it. each season has a different rhythm to it and a different pace to it um and a different mindfulness to it so as with coming from winter winter you're going to be have been dealing with fear your fears can come up to the surface in winter in spring you're noticing um there's a shift into um if you've not addressed some of those fears in winter in spring as we're moving into spring we can start to feel um irritation angers can come up um and anxiety can start to come up so this tool of mindful knitting how it can support and help mm -hmm. through those emotional times by helping quietening those fearful thoughts or anxious thoughts it's a powerful tool i'm getting on a, a passion rant <laughs> i haven't spoken for a little while because i've been on holiday and now i just want to tell the world about loads of lovely juicy stuff bring it on <laughs> And and what I was hearing is from you is that the that repetition creates new habits. And what I um, recent I've recently gone through, you know, my declutter journey in my home, which is fabulous. Um, but one of the conversations that came up was that our our instant reactions those are the highways that we've built in our brain. It's like I'm gonna this one small thing happens and I'm automatically going to go on the highway to go over here to this reaction, emotion, um, whatever, you know, possible trauma response or, you know, that that's what's kept me safe is because I've gotten on the highway and I've gotten over here and, and that keeps me safe from whatever it is. But by using this habit and repetition is like, wait a minute, that may not be, what's reality here. That was reality when I built that highway. That was reality back in the past. But what I've built today in my life is not that. And so I don't need to jump on that highway. I need to find the back roads because I'm in the mountains. I'm not in the valley, right? This is a different experience. It's a different environment. And so instead of jumping on the highway, building with that repetition the new path to somewhere different because i don't want to go where that highway takes me anymore mm. you know and being mindful of that being mindful of like oh wait a minute i'm about to jump on the highway stop don't get on the on-ramp stay on the side road let's see where this takes us <laughs> you mm. know yeah and I, I, I think um i mean this, um, if you do some research on mindfulness, you will get all kinds of 
you will get baking mindfulness, painting mindfulness, crocheting mindfulness, you know, walking in the forest mindfulness. You can do mindfulness, you know, virtually in any setting you want. But the thing is, the creative thing, whether it is, you know, the, the creative thing, I, I'll, the action of actually creating something adds another dimension to the mindfulness because it triggers that um, hand-brain connection. And it also triggers, when you master it, it triggers the self-esteem that you get out of it. Uh, which is quite important for us human that we need to feel that we are, you know, mastering stuff and that, you know, I, I made something beautiful or something tasting really good if it's something you bake, you know. But but the thing is, having, because, and I tell you what, I've been trying to, to I've been trying to meditate for years. And I'm, I'm we're talking literally decades and I have tried for five minutes and thought, no, I can't do this. And then tried again for five minutes, I can't do this. When I say five minutes, I mean, you know, what, an awfully short time, but more than five minutes. But, you know, when I decided to try to combine the mindfulness and the meditation part of the mindfulness with my knitting, I cracked the code. Because... I was doing, I wasn't, I felt that I was actually doing something that I enjoyed and that I liked and I mastered it. So I did something that I mastered together, something that I didn't master. I think maybe that was helped me. But the thing is, so now I can, today I can meditate without my knitting, but I did learn to meditate with my knitting because I needed Strangely enough, I needed that distraction mm-hmm. of feeling that yarn, feeling that beautiful uh, strand of natural fibers going through my fingers. I had, I had to have that distraction to be able to let my mind be in the right place to do my my meditation, to get into the meditation setting in my head. So it's very often, as you said, what I'm thinking, why I, why I thought about that was what you said, that, you know, when you feel that, okay, I, I'm, I'm about to snap. It's, you know, this is the snap moment. I'm, I'm calm. This is going to make me snap. Okay, where is my knitting? Uh, and, you know, or a paintbrush or whatever. But in our world, it's knitting since I'm doing the knitting part, right? So yeah. just sit down. And if it looks nice or not, it doesn't matter. Mm. Just yeah. sit down and do that knitting and feel that you're actually making something. You're getting your energy out on something different than this, you know. Yeah, the creative, the creative yeah. endeavor. So if you're an artist and you want to draw, draw something. If you're a painter, paint. If you're crocheting, crochet. If you're knitting, knitting, you know. Um, if you're a writer, write it out. Um, yeah. yeah. Having said that, it's not always that, you know, easy. Sometimes you snap no matter what, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But you're paying attention, if you you know if you're paying attention and and it's you know because you first you have to acknowledge. Well, hey, look, that happened. Like maybe maybe it's five minutes after it happened, you acknowledge it. But as you acknowledge it, you start to see it, and then 
you can see it before it happens and you can start changing so yeah and i also think it can be preventive actually if you set off and that's what i'm learning more and more from alexandra you know if you set off time to do the work if you set off time if you set off 15 minutes a day to sit down alone and tell your family that you know this is me time don't don't talk to me you know i'm closing the door i'm lighting the candle i'm sitting here with my knitting some soft music and i'm just relaxing don't talk to me until fifth you know it's not a big ask is it you can do that and we all deserve that 15 minutes for ourselves whether it is plain meditation or journaling or knitting together with meditation and maybe journaling you know and it's um, amazing, yeah, it's amazing how quickly it can go from that 15 minutes in the morning and it ripples out into the rest of your day exactly. where you're noticing that you're starting to do two minutes here, two minutes there. And before you know it, your your whole day is a meditation. That's that's how extreme it's got for me. Like and so the focus is so much there that you you're automatically reminded to and to breathe and to take a moment and connect to your true essence and live from your heart and from that place and then and then you I think what you were saying there we've touched on it before it's about you're able to learn to re, uh, respond rather than react mm -hmm. and that is a special place that serves you and all those around you very powerfully mm -hmm. if, if we could all just just prioritize ourselves in that way just in that little little way and um, it it can go a long way um, yeah yeah so the question is to knit or not to knit to knit is the answer <laughs> tis it nobler to have a sweater or a scarf <laughs> And start with something basic, okay? Having said that, we are coming up with something basic awfully soon, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we are. There is something really fun coming. And it's, uh, I think we mentioned that before, that there is something coming. Uh, We're still working on it. It's happening. We did, yeah, we did postpone it, but now it is coming. So yeah. be aware. Stay around and stick yeah. around and there will some fun stuff be coming. No and way. and as also as we're shifting, the world is shifting, or the northern hemisphere anyway is shifting. Well, the southern hemisphere is shifting as well. Into a new season, we are putting together a new seven habits as well. So we will be talking about that. Seven habits of spring coming up. Just seeding that so be on the lookout for that opportunity we've got two things coming yeah two things coming <laughs> always such teases right now <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not easy being cheap. well you know i am i'm i'm in i am a late uh, bloomer well i'm watching go uh, what do you call it um game of thrones at the moment and at the moment where I am, winter is coming, but here spring is coming. Spring is coming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
for those of you who have seen watch that uh, have you watched that alexandra it's not your kind of thing is it no i i know i haven't no. watched that no. um i read the books no, yeah. oh, I haven't even read the books. You see, the dis I, I, for all of the, as you get to know us, I'm dyslexic. Nobody would know, really. But So I'm not, uh, um, uh, this. I'll go to science and formulas and alchemy and strategy every day, not so much uh, reading. reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where audiobooks come in. Yeah, they are yeah. brilliant. They are brilliant. All your books and yeah. me are, you know, made match made in heaven. Because then, I, yes. because then I can knit. Yeah. And listen to books. Yeah. <laughs> the basics. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think we are done for today. So, okay. Um, to knit or not to knit, knit. And watch out. We're coming. Not with for me. you, but to you with something. Spring is in the air. Spring is in the air. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. See you next and listen to you. Now you hear you next week. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for stopping by and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.